in a universe where life does not end at death. We explore the infinite possibilities forged by our very minds. Welcome to our Thedian Anthologies. Greetings, fellow travelers and storytellers. Welcome to the Arthadian Anthologies podcast, where I, MS Arthadian, dive into the ever-expanding universe I'm developing and the deeper meaning behind it all. Last week, you were introduced to Muzo Wist, an Angelian cantol eager to become the next champion of Venus. For when he becomes a champion, Muzo has taken initiative by enlisting into the Command Acolyte Assembly, so he may become a commanding officer and liberate worlds from across the realms. But before being accepted into the CAA on the harbor, his best friend, Kina Jolath, a Humin Kantol, expressed her interest in becoming a traveler for Phoenix and serving alongside Muzo when he is chosen as the next champion. Therefore, Muzo also seeks to bring Kina into core command, to serve on his squadron. But as you may already be wondering, what will lead Muzo to where he was in Entry 79? Next, an enhanced Yen calls out to the waiting area within the CAA of Oestavez. Standing tall with his shoulders back, Muzo Wist steps up to the recruitment operative. Carefully focusing on his pronunciation, Muzo speaks in simple to the Yen. Ah, uh, name is Muzo. I be champion soon of nest. Goal be command of squad. The Yen looks up at him. Her eyes glossing over something behind the desk as she places her palm down. You may speak Canton. The translator is on. Muzo nods. Ah, yes. Aka. Appreciated. You are to be assessed as an acolyte and placed into a regiment. The end states as if she's gone through this a hundred times before. Excuse me. The previous champion of Venus served as a commander here in Core Command. When I become the next champion, perhaps I can... Suddenly, a door beside the desk slides open with a decorated official stepping into the waiting area. He is adorned with a silver and blue cloak with armored pauldrons that have the command sigil inscribed on them. The Yen stands at attention along with all other recruits found in the chamber, all of them except for Muzo. As the official looks around the room, he hones in on Whist, then says, At ease. Stepping toward Muzo, the official places his codex on the desk for the end to grab it. Please transfer the archive data I've requested, Asla. She nods. Of course, Grand Admiral Reeves. Grabbing the codex, she quickly begins to do as he asked. Meanwhile, Muzo looks at the end. 
As I was saying, perhaps I can. And who might this be? The Grand Admiral interrupts Muzo. Muzo then turns his head, leans over, and speaks through the translator for Reeves to hear. Apologies, but I'm trying to get assigned as a commander. Since soon I'll be the next champion. Reeves becomes curious. Really? I thought the path of the Phoenix is to be held the next Vomark after a champion's rebirth ceremony. Muzo's eyes hone in on the Grand Admiral. This, this is true. But I have faith Venus sees my value. Reeves nods with a smirk across his face. Ah, so not the champion yet. Well, no, but... With a sudden slide, the end leans over, handing Reeves his codex. Here you are, Grand Admiral. Thank you, Azula. I hope to see you on my Titan one mark. Keep up the great work. He smiles at her, giving a wink as he walks close to Muzo, placing his palm on his shoulder. Whoever the champion may be, please send them my way. I look forward to watching the path. He steps off, out of the recruitment center. Looking back at the yen, Muzo asks, Who was that? You are wanting to join Quark Mand, but you know nothing of the Grand Admiral? Muzo shakes his head no. Gosh, at this rate he'll end up a low-ranking guard. Asla leans back in her chair, shaking her head in irritation. Is that supposed to be the leader of Quark Command? Well, yeah. Why don't you think everyone here came to attention when he entered the room? Asla responds with annoyance. Then another cadet stands up. Damn, are all Cantol as stupid as you? Muzo looks back at the prime that said that. His hair is black and wavy with a dark and tan skin and green eyes, with two scars at a diagonal across his face. Asla sighs. Shut up, Viking. Don't be a bigger idiot than him. Muzo looks back at Asla. Noticing her defense of the Cantol. Listen, I may not know much about Quark Command, but I am dedicated to liberating, just like my predecessor. If I must learn, I shall. Well, at least you're confident, Asla smirks. Yeah, more like cocky. Viking sits back down. Asla shakes her head once more. Well, Muzo, if you are serious about learning, his Codex Ascent scans. Read over the command mission procedures that have just been sent to your codex. Muzo nods. Affirmative! Oh, and if I can, I'd like to request another admittance. For a friend. Asla pauses for a second. Right. What's their name? Kina Cholath. Is she as stupid as you? Viking blurts out. With a sudden twitch, Muzo swiftly flaps in front of Viking. His talons out. You know, I was born from the And we hunt till the talons strikes true. Muzo intimidates Viking, ready to gouge out his eyes. When another door opens up, all of them salute once more as they hear a booming voice. Attention! Viking and Muzo look over to see another command official standing there. 
his eyes looking menacing as the two of them stand at attention. We here at Corps Command do not tolerate insubordination, nor do we tolerate weak-minded views. He approaches both of them. Command is about having power and learning when to use it and when not to. The essence of control is how we, his eyes shift towards Muzo, liberate. Apologies, General Patel. I will make better effort at keeping them in check. Asla speaks out, placing herself at fault. He spins around, looking at each of the recruits. We are looking for the best. I'm sure you all know, Tyke and his forces will not hesitate to take you out. Yes, General! They all respond. He then looks to Asla. If you wish to be placed in command, do keep them in check. As the general heads back through the door he came out of, Asla sits back and sighs. Then she glares at the two of them. If you two really want to be officers, then you better fix your shit! Her presence is demanding, causing the two of them to be rather caught off guard. As the tension dies down, Muzo goes to make peace with Viken. I hope you know I aim to free those ruptured by war and tyranny. I hope you feel the same way. Right. All about freedom. Viking shrugs off the peace offering and goes to leave the recruitment center. Viking, make sure to... Yeah, yeah, assessment log, got it! He waves his hand up as the door slides closed. Muzo turns toward Asla. I take it... I should go as well. Asla slightly smirks. Probably should if you want to get started on your mission procedures. You have a week to finish them. Uzo nods with affirmation. Then he heads towards the door, but right before opening it, Asla exclaims, Oh, and bring your friend here when you are done with the procedures. Uzo turns back and nods with great enthusiasm as he lifts off and flies out of the recruitment center. Heading back home, Muzo thinks about what the Grand Admiral said, about what he must truly prepare for when it comes to the path of the Phoenix. But what does this entail? You will find out in next week's entry. I thank you for listening to this entry. Next week, we'll dive into the path of the Phoenix and what it entails. If you are just now joining the anthology, check out ArthadianAnthologies.com for more content that expands this new expanding universe. You can also support the creation of this podcast by donating through the link found in the description of this episode. Until next time, travelers. Be safe. Stay safe. And if death comes to you, may you be reborn in power.